Welcome to the show, everybody. This is Mimos Fractalus, and I'm your host, Orin Castillo. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by My Day Job. Why? Because I haven't found any sponsors yet. Here's your quote for today. Albert Einstein once said, Imagination is more important than knowledge. And here's your mad joke for today. Why was the equal sign so humble? Because he didn't think he was greater than or less than anybody else. So, my guest today is my good friend Alejandro Bautista. He is a Belizean who taught for a little while um, at high schools, physics and mathematics, but he is an engineer by profession. He studied in Cuba. He also designed the walkway which connects the St. Catherine Academy Science Building to the new auditorium. Ali, my friend, tell us about yourself a little bit. Okay, um, I do civil engineering. I love um, teaching math and physics, helping people. And I love doing uh, my job, which is mainly structural engineer. All right, good. So, who is your favorite physicist? Nikola Tesla. Why? That's a person many people have not heard of before. Because he basically... Um, came up with modern technology all on his own in um, radio x-waves um, radio communication he predicted the cell phone from the early 19th century um, he, he, he did many many patents um, that have been stolen or lost including anti-gravity technology um, yeah all right, so he was a very accomplished physicist, and the sad truth is, most people only know the name because of the company from Elon Musk, right? Tesla cars and things like that. So, what is your favorite topic in physics? My favorite topic in physics, I think, would be free energy. What is free energy? Since the advent of Nikola Tesla, um, nuclear physics, particle physics in particular, has discovered that um, the vacuum, which is supposed to be empty space, is actually not empty. It's actually charged. The whole space itself is charged with infinite energy. And the energy that we see is the difference between one potential to another potential. Free energy is simply the tapping into this infinite energy um, and making it do work that we can use. It is not creating energy out of nothing, but it is using energy that has not been calculated for in... I would say the physics that we're being taught, the physics that we're being taught these days is more than a hundred years old. It has not been updated since all these discoveries in particle physics has been done. And uh, my personal belief is one of the reasons being that um, if free energy was taught, well, the people who have the monopoly on gas would lose their control, lose all their profits, and people would be living 
with free energy, which is, I believe, the way to go and the, and the way it's going to be. Okay, so now I'm a little bit concerned about releasing this podcast. I don't want to disappear, but um, if you're listening, guys, am I still, do you still see me every day? Okay, all right. Um, so you mentioned free energy, right? And is that, as you describe it, related to what some physicists called, um, call dark matter or dark energy? Um, it could be, yes. Um, what, what is actually space itself is energy. And um, I haven't really studied dark energy or that sort. All I know is um, there is some confusion at the, at the high levels of physics about what is really going on. But Nikola Tesla made a car run on nothing he he he, he, he did a box he, he he's done various things he proved that that it is possible his papers have been suppressed um maxwell's original equations were 20 equations they were modified by lorenz and some other guys into four equations um modifying them in such a way that they limited it to um how would you how would you say uh, 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 an enclosed system now since um the early 20s we have discovered that everything is energy matter is energy just in a different form and so there are no closed systems in reality and therefore once maxwell's equations were modified to represent a closed system we eliminated a lot of energy that is available to for example a, a circuit and because of that well that's the physics we've been doing from more than a hundred years but the physics needs to be updated okay so you make a good point there that the things taught in high school physics are indeed outdated Right, over a hundred years old at this point in time in 2020. Um, you sound like a bit of a rebel, though. You want to overturn the system. It sounds like, and that might not necessarily be a bad thing. It may very well be a good thing because we need to keep um, pushing forward and going with advancements in our knowledge and understanding of the universe. One person who advanced our scientific thinking very much was Galileo. And he said, mathematics is the language with which God has written universe. So with that comes our next question. Who is your favorite mathematician? I would say probably Isaac Newton. That's a lame answer. He's everybody's favorite. But still, tell us why. Well, because... Although Leibniz and Isaac Newton discovered calculus together, Isaac Newton took it to the next level. He found applications for it. And in fact, he created the calculus to solve problems that he wanted to solve in the real world. Spoken like a true engineer. You, don't guys, you guys don't use math unless there's something to use it for, right? Okay, so um, tell me, what's your favorite topic in math? My favorite topic in math, I say, would be uh, differential equations. 
Okay, so for those of you who don't know, that's a part of calculus, right? Again, tying in with Isaac Newton, right? So um, why is that your favorite topic in mathematics? Because it can be very challenging and it's very applicable. It, there, everything that we can physically see can basically be represented by a differential equation. All right, things such as like building um, bridges, right? Correct. What else? Everything. Um, deflection of a beam, the forces on a building, um, wind loads, um, movement of a vehicle, movement of an object through space, um, drag on force, forces, basically everything. Electromagnetic waves can be represented. Schrodinger equation. Um, yeah, Maxwell's equations, they're all differential equations. Okay, all right. So let's get a little bit more personal with you now. Who was your favorite teacher of all time in primary school, high school, university? Who was your favorite teacher? Life. <laughs> life, okay. There's a little saying about life. It says that, you know, um, life is the hardest teacher. It gives you the test first and then you learn the lesson after. Would you agree with that? I agree. I agree. All right. Okay. So, um, this is, of course, a podcast based in Belize. So, can you tell me why was your favorite childhood memory that is something that is uniquely a Belizean construct? Hmm. Now, that one there. Um, I would just say eating Belizean food. <laughs> You can't get it anywhere else in the world, B. All right. That's true. Panades, tamales, tacos, right? Orange water tacos, that's the thing, right? Sangnaso, barbecue, right? Hudut from down south. Those are things that you can only get in Belize, right? So, tell me. You went to study in Cuba, right? You went to study internationally. How did the Belizean education system prepare you for your studies abroad? It prepared me very well, actually, because um, when I went to high school and sixth form, we were under the British system. We studied um, Cambridge, the Cambridge curriculum. Um, we did A-levels and we did GCEs, um, which is generally much more difficult than the same level at different countries. So I was well prepared. Okay. You mentioned that you went to um, school when you were under the British system. That then qualifies you for what the young people would call a boomer. <laughs> so we all know that you learn many things in school, right? But not everything that there is to learn will be learned in school. What were some of the things that you had to learn on your own? Huh, a lot of things. You have to learn about paying taxes, um, budgeting, um, how the banking system works, getting a loan practical stuff in the real life that I think is missing in school. You hit the nail on the head there just now. There are many memes out there that talk about that very same thing. They say, you know, okay, in school they teach you about Pythagoras' theorem and all that stuff that some people say is very useless when they reach, um, quote-unquote, real life. And there are many memes that say, you know, you should teach the students, teach your children things about um, how to calculate their tax, how to calculate their wages, things that they will use, quote-unquote, day-to-day. 
So, what about the Belizean education system was or is disappointing to you? And how would you make the education system better? Have classes that teach those very same things. Classes that teach you about banking. Classes that teach you about getting a loan. Classes that teach you about how you pay taxes. Um, yeah, stuff that will make you enable to communicate with people better um, in terms of the the business world, the real world. Um, classes that help you in those aspects. Are you saying then that you want just business maths to be taught to students what about the students that will, will become engineers like yourself don't they need to learn the calculus and trigonometry and on geometry and all that more technical aspect of mathematics well of course i mean i think there should be a, a, an integration of these of things that you have to do in the real world regardless of what you study whether it's engineering whether it's um, medicine whether it's business there are basic things that you just have to do in society that that um, that will make your life easier, and a lot of it is not taught in school. I'm not saying only teach that. I'm saying integrate it into the curriculum so that everybody has a knowledge when they leave school. They know how to get a loan. They know what they need to do, how the banking system works, you know, stuff like that. Okay, okay. Duly noted. So, um, Mr. Bautista, are there any questions that you would have for me or any parting shot you would like to, you know, give for our listeners? Uh, not really. I think you're doing a good job and keep it up, man. All right. So, listeners, that's why you have your friends on your show. So, they can, you know, you know right? <laughs> okay, you get it. All right. So, that's it for my guest today. So now I'll say goodbye with a little story about Isaac Newton, since that was my guest's favorite mathematician. Isaac Newton, with all his many great achievements, was also a rather foolish man. He used to dabble in alchemy. Alchemy was the pseudoscience that tried to take ordinary metals and turn it into gold. And it was kind of foolish in the way that they even took it to the extent of trying to take urine and turn it into gold. So as the story goes, Isaac Newton dabbled with his urine, his own urine, and tried to turn it into gold. Great men have done great things and also great many stupid things. And so I leave you with the wise words of Albert Einstein. Don't let schooling interfere with your education.